The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week three of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California after another Thursday night football game. The San Francisco 49ers beat the New York Giants at home 30-12. to uh, in a, a, They kind of survived a rough first half for them and then they picked it up in the second half. Joining me to discuss Thursday night football and the week three slate once again, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Zebo? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, it's been a good uh, first two weeks to start off the season for both of us, pick-wise. Uh, we're both above 67% so far, so yeah, let's see. Good. Hope we can uh, we can continue that hot streak into week three. But let's, before we get into the week three slate... Uh, the Niners go to three and zero, beating the Giants at home, thirty to twelve. So there's been a lot of talk about uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, so this is his uh, eighth uh, consecutive win in the regular season as a starter. Uh, I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger has the most, and then uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh, kind of his play and his throwing ability and stuff like that. What have you seen from him as far as him quarterbacking and what do you what do you expect to see from him uh, moving forward in the season? Yeah, he's a great quarterback. I mean, you you've also got a lot of weapons, so that helps out. But he's a good quarterback, and if you didn't know he was in the second year, you would think like he's a veteran. He knows when to throw the ball away. He doesn't run much, so he's not a, a mobile quarterback and stays in the pocket. You got Christian McCaffrey right there, so. That's a Swiss Army knife. Can do anything for you. Can run it. Can you can dump off to him, and but he, at the end of the day, the Brock can throw it well as uh, as well. So well, let's put let's put some respect on the Brock's name. Okay. So where do you see him? Uh, what where do you put him right now as far as the rankings in in the uh, quarterback? I don't know. I can't say on top of my head. I would say top fifteen. Top fifteen. Okay. I think that's fair. I think. Uh, he's kind of at average, and I think he definitely does get elevated by the team he has around him, the coaching and stuff like that for sure. But I'm just, as a 49er fan, comparing him to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. For sure, no doubt. I think he can make the the throw, the bigger, the deep throws better than Garoppolo can, and he can uh, limit the turnovers, I think, which was which is very important, and that's what uh, uh, Garoppolo really struggled with uh, in his uh, time with the 49ers. Uh, always had some bad throws that got picked off during games. So that's, uh, I guess, refreshing. I think the last time Brock Purdy threw an interception was uh, Week 17 last year against the Raiders in Las Vegas. So... Let's see how long he keeps that streak going. Uh, today was his best game statistically of the season. Uh, and he looked very sluggish to start the game. Uh, missed some throws early on. Uh, got rattled. He got blitzed 85% of the time. Uh, 
today. I think that's a record since next gen stats have have been tracking. That's a record for a quarterback getting yeah. blitzed in a game. Eighty five percent of the snaps, and uh, he still end, he ended up with a good ended up with a good game. Sixty eight percent completion, three hundred ten yards, two touchdowns. So on the season, four touchdowns. Uh, he got. I think he got one taken away from him last week. He should have had that to Debo, but they yeah. they counted that as a rush. Uh, you mentioned Christian McCaffrey, so he had a touchdown as well today. That's the twelfth straight game where he's had a touchdown. Uh, is it crazy to say he might be a decent MVP candidate, fifty to one right now? What do you think? Uh, I wouldn't say decent, but at the end of the day, it's just it's going to be a quarterback, but. Unless this guy goes like crazy, crazy, like stupid crazy, he has so, to break like multiple records. So if he gets like eighteen hundred yards rushing, they go like fourteen and three, fifteen and two. Any chance? Yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, and then on the other side for the Giants, one and two, uh, they had a big comeback last week to get their only win so far this season. What do you see for them uh, moving forward? Yeah, it's all downhill from here. Their one comeback win was versus the Cardinals. We're going to suck this season, and I wouldn't be surprised if they lost that game on purpose. And, I mean, you have to come back down big versus the Cardinals. You got whooped by the Cowboys. You got whooped by the Niners, and it's all downhill for her. For her. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen with them uh, in regard to Daniel Jones. Obviously, Saquon Barkley is going to be out uh, a few more games, so that's definitely going to hurt. And then... We'll see uh, how when Andrew Thomas gets back, uh, but uh, I mean, kudos to them. They they kept it tough. I mean, it was actually a a five point game after they scored a touchdown in the third quarter. So uh, they held it held up longer than I, I thought they would, and uh, I guess the aggressiveness on the blitz paid off for them. But it eventually uh, wore them down because uh, Brock Purdy was getting the ball out faster uh, later in the game and. I turned against them, and then uh, defensively, the Niners uh, kept their pass rush going. Uh, Bosa, Nick Bosa got his first sack, but uh, enough about that, the game. Let's get into the week three slate now. We'll start with game number one, early afternoon game. Got the Browns at home in Cleveland, hosting the Titans. Both teams are one and one. The Browns laying three and a half points. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. You know, we got the Titans coming off an overtime win versus the Chargers. And then we got, obviously, the, Brown, the, uh, the Browns coming off a loss. Or a win, sorry. A loss, yeah, they lost to the Steelers in Monday Night Football. And Browns had a tough loss, you know. Obviously, the crazy injury to Nick Chubb. That was just brutal, done for the year. Yeah, you know, it's always sucks to see that when yeah. you see a good player like that. A consistent player sustain at such a gruesome injury. So best wishes to him for sure on a speed recovery. Yeah, I mean, that game just started out really bad for Cleveland. I mean, the first play of the game, Deshaun Watson throws a pick six. And I just think Cleveland's going to bounce back. I mean, Steelers had two defensive touchdowns that game. And uh, Derrick Henry played all right, but both QBs were sacked left and right. I think Browns have the edge here offensively. I think defense is equivalent, and I'm taking the Browns. 
Okay, where where are you on Deshaun Watson? I mean, we haven't really seen him get back to the level he was at, and I think the last time he played uh, with the Texans for a full season was twenty twenty. So we, uh, what do you what are you seeing from him, and uh, what do you, what do you think he can improve on? I mean, I'm not big on him after what I saw. I mean, last game they got to run the ball more. You got Jerome Ford and now. Obviously, I didn't mention, but they signed Kareem Hunt, which is a good signing. And I think he, he, has, he has to just make better decisions. He's just not, he's just thinking too much. When you think too much, you, you overthink, and then you throw that interception. If you see the player open, you just throw it. I mean, I think, I think Justin Fields was doing this, too. They were talking smack to him. And I think he's just too much, it's mental for him. And I don't know, it's just, hopefully he can... Get back to form. I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan, and this is just hopefully he can get it this year because you have Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, David and Joku. You have the weapons there. They have an excellent roster. Yeah. So and you got a good defense. So I think they win. I think they win by a touchdown. I'm taking the minus three here. Taking the Browns. Yeah, this is a game. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I think uh, the Browns' pass rush is really gonna. I think feast in this game, and then they're gonna try to control the clock, like you said, uh, with the running backs, and kind of not uh, give Deshaun Watson too much against uh, a feisty Titans defense. So uh, I like the Browns to kind of control the clock and uh, play good defense, and I think they'll create a turnover, kind of defensive touchdown that'll really kind of boost them, and I like them to win this game. 23-16. And uh, cover the three and a half. Yeah. So I'll swallow the three and a half with Cleveland. Take them to win 23-16. Game number two. Another early afternoon game from Detroit. We've got the Lions at home. Hosting the 2-0 Falcons. Lions giving three points. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Obviously, we got the Falcons coming off a 25-24 win versus my Packers. Packers just blew that game. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't make any excuses, but Packers blew it. There's nothing and if and buts. Credit to the Falcons, Desmond Ritter, and, and their offense. They came through at the end. They were, they were down 24-12 and came back, and that's what happens. I mean, and the Lions, I mean, at home, when you just blow a lead like that and lose in overtime, and... Jared Goff played well. I mean, St. Brown played well. Gibbs played well. I mean, Montgomery obviously got hurt, but I think he's going to be out. But I think the Lions cover her easily and win by a touchdown as well. I'm, t- I'm taking a swallowing the three. Okay, yeah, this is going to be a high-scoring game, I think, in my opinion. A lot of offense uh, on the Lions' side. You've got good receivers, uh, uh Running backs. I think Montgomery's going to be out, right? Most likely. Yeah, I most likely. Yeah, but so I guess that'll. This is uh, Jameer Gibbs' chance, but I think Reynolds is going to get a lot of carries too. I think with uh, Montgomery being out, so let's yeah, see how much sure. uh, Jameer Gibbs gets more if if he actually does. And then for the Falcons, uh, Robinson has been spectacular so far. 180 rushing yards so far, and then. They have uh, good weapons as well with Drake London. And then let's see if Kyle Pitts can get something going. 
So a lot of points, like I said, expect I expect in this one, and I'm gonna agree with you again for a second straight game rebound. Swallow three points with the the home team again. This in this uh, game is the Lions, and take them to win win this one. Uh, get their second win, uh, 31-24. All right, game number three. We got Minnesota at home, 0-2, hosting the 0-2 Los Angeles Chargers. Minnesota is a one-point favorite rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Uh, both teams 0-2. And uh, we got the Chargers. Everyone's hyped on every year. And, I mean, a lot of people were hyped on the Vikings, too, but... Unfortunately, rough starts and Chargers are just losing close games. Like we talked about earlier, they lost in overtime to the Titans. And at the end of the day, the Vikings are just not who we thought they were. I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins looked good last week, but they were just... DeAndre Swift was just running the ball all over them. And I don't know which, which way to go here. Justin Herbert looks good. I want to make that clear. The Chargers' offense is playing great, but their defense is atrocious. They just have, like, four big names, and that's it. You have Cleo Mack, Joey Bosa, uh, J.C. Jackson, and then Derwin James. So those are your four big names, like, highlight names. And the rest is just average or below-average guys. And then So these guys are getting run down and abused. And that's what happens, so... And the same thing is with the Vikings, so I think this is going to be a shootout, so I think the over would be a good bet here, and but I'm going to roll with the home team and the Vikings, because at the end of the day, the Chargers are the Chargers. I just want to make that clear. Okay, yeah, I mean, this is uh, a tough one. Uh, I mean, like another game that I, I think there's going to be a lot of points, I definitely agree with that. High-powered offenses with uh, the Vikings, with their receivers, uh, Jefferson, young guy, Addison, KJ Osborne. They got Cam Akers now. Uh, they traded for him from the Rams to strengthen their backfield along with Alexander Madison. And then uh, the Chargers, obviously, we know the weapons they have in Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Uh, we'll see if Eckler plays or not, but yeah, regardless, I think they shouldn't uh, have a hard time uh, putting up points against uh very mediocre, below-average uh, Vikings defense. Uh, slightly improved with Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator, but nonetheless uh, still giving up a lot of points. And uh, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one, Rebound. I'm going to disagree with you for the first time this week. I'm going to take the Chargers getting a point and to win outright. Just uh, a hypothetical uh if they lose, do you think they fire Brandon Staley, like, on the spot? No, not on the spot. He's definitely on the hot seat right now, but I don't think they fire him on the spot. Not three games in. I mean, they've lost by what? I mean, they lost by two to the Dolphins in the first game at home, right? Yeah. And then last yeah. week they lost by three in overtime. So they're losing close games. I think this time they'll win a close game in, the, in this game. So I'll take them getting the point. Win outright. I'll say 34-31, high scoring, and they get their first win of the season. All right, game number four, another early afternoon game. Got the New York Jets at home, 1-1, one one, coming off a blowout loss to the Dallas Cowboys, 
hosting the New England Patriots, who are 0-2. And the Patriots coming off, uh, what, uh, two close losses, I think? So, uh, let's see if they can get their first win. The Patriots on, on the road in this one, favored by two and a half, Rebron. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. This one's really a coin flip. Uh, if you tell me the team or I tell you the team, it can go either way. I mean, obviously Zach Wilson just looked awful last week. I mean, I don't know what to say, but they have to get another QB. He's done there. It's over. That's it. Robert Sala just always keeps saying stuff like he's our guy. We, we believe in him, but no, you need someone else, unfortunately. And on the Patriots side, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, will they get someone else? Will they get someone else? I don't know. That's up to the GM to work out. And I, I think Trey Lance would be an interesting piece to get. Trey Lance. <laughs> uh, on the low, you know. You won't have to give up much for him. Or Kirk Cousins. What would they need to give up to get Trey Lance? Fourth, third, third, fourth rounder? Third, fourth. What, the Niners got a fourth round for him? Yeah, or third? Niners got a fourth okay. round. Yeah, I think with this sense of urgency, they would request at least a third, I think. For Kirk Cousins, I think you're going to give up at least a second, right? Uh, no, I'd say third. Really? Yeah. I mean, or is that because it's a rental? Yeah, it's a rental. You're renting him for a year, and you're going back to Rogers next year. Okay. I don't what, know who else is on the market. Who else can they get? Is what's Rod to talk about Rogers possibly coming back? Is that all BS? Oh, yeah, that's all just nonsense. He's... They're not gonna let him come back. And if you're the Jets, even they're not. First of all, they're not gonna make the playoffs. I want to make that clear. Secondly, if they do, by some magical miracle, getting a quarterback, you don't want to bring him back, and then he gets re-injured. So you don't want you don't want to play stupid. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so you're taking uh, the pass in this one? Uh, I don't know. Let's go either way. But I'm gonna take the Jets plus two and a half okay. since they're at home. So. Uh, it can go either way. The Patriots just have started both games, I know, uh, from down, and they're playing from behind. But both quarterbacks suck. Uh, both defenses are good. So very low-scoring game here. Uh, take the under on this game. It's pretty low. I think it's 36.5, so take yeah. the under. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, it's going to be a low-scoring for sure. Uh, in comparison, to the, it's not going to be like the two games we just picked. Games two and three. I, it's going to be a divisional game, rough battle, defensive battle. I think last last year they had a game it was I think three three, and then it ended. But Patriots had like a punt return that, and they won ten three or something like that. So I think expect a similar type game this season. Uh, two good defensive teams, two defensive minded head coaches and Salah and Belichick. Obviously Belichick uh, much more experienced and much better. So. But I think the difference is uh, the Jets are, are are better with the run game uh, overall with Brees Hall and uh, Dalvin Cook. So I think that's going to be the difference here. So I'm going to take the home dog and the Jets. Agree with your rebound. Take them getting the two and a half at home. And to win outright, a close game, 17-14. Move to two and one on the season. All right, game number five. We got the Sunday night game in prime time from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. We got the Raiders at home, one and one on the season, hosting the one and one Pittsburgh Steelers. The Raiders laying two and a half in this one. What do you think? 
Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Obviously, we got the Raiders coming off a 38-10 loss. The Bills, they were just blown out, did not have a chance at any point. And then as we talked earlier, the Steelers coming off a 28-22 win. But this is just the annual Vegas special where Vegas wants everyone to take the Steelers. They won on prime time where everyone and their mom is watching. Uh, two of their touchdowns came on defense as we mentioned. One was the first play of the game and one was a game-winning touchdown. And the Raiders got blown out. Just think about it. The Raiders lost by 28 points. The Steelers won on prime time. And the team that lost by 28 points is a two-and-a-half point favorite. And I'm rolling with the Raiders. Here. They're going to win by a touchdown easily. Hammer the Raiders. Go really big. I'm taking the Raiders minus two-and-a-half all day. Take the Raiders. Do not get fooled. How many picks for Jimmy G in this game? Uh, one. One? Yeah. How many sacks for the Steelers? Uh, none. None? Really? Yeah. None. Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is a really kind of tough game to gauge here because you got the Steelers last week. Their offense looks very anemic. Uh, I mean, the best drive they had so far was that obviously that that drive against the 49ers to end the first half. And that I think it was a minute and a half and they... Drove 95 yards. Uh, they got help with some penalties, some stupid plays by the, the Niners. But, I mean, I don't know what's going on with their offense. Uh, they they only managed 12 points last week. Uh, they got two touchdowns, like you said, from the defense on a fumble recovery and a pick six. So, I mean, this is... I, but I, I definitely expect <laughs> TJ Watt to have another big game. That's... Uh, the, one of the only things I know for sure in this game. Oh, I, I'll take that. I, I know for sure Jimmy G is going to throw at least one pick. I'll say may, I wouldn't be surprised if he throws two in, in this I game. Mean, you G can bet that then. Uh, given, given the pressure that's going to be uh, unleashed on him by the Steelers. Uh, Maybe they can run to Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to have to. I mean, uh, to to employ that to kind of uh, protect Jimmy G, but I don't I don't know. I mean, this game is really weird. I mean, yeah. If the Steelers' offense was a little better, I think it would be a no-brainer Steelers pick for me. But I just think uh, the coaching advantage is big in the Steelers' favor. So, And then defensively, I think the Steelers got more guys. And then I, I, just, I just see Jimmy G making some stupid mistakes in this game. It's a game that probably the Raiders sh should win, but I I can't see the Steelers' offense being this bad three weeks in a row, and then and then this time they're not facing off against the, one of the top defenses. They faced off against the Niners and the, and the Browns in the first two weeks at home, so I think we'll have a little more success. So I'm going to take uh, the road dog, the Steelers, getting two and a half. Disagree with your rebound. And I, I think they're going to win outright as well. I'm going to say 24-21, and they move to 2-1 and one on the season, get their second straight win. All right, last game of the week, game number six, the Monday night game in prime time from Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. The 0-2 Bengals at home, Cincinnati, looking for their first win, hosting the Los Angeles Rams for 1-1. Uh, coming off a 
hard-fought divisional loss to the San Francisco 49ers, 30-23 at home last week. The Bengals at home in this one rebound, giving three points. What do you think? Yeah, the key thing here is if Joe Burrow is going to play or not. That's why Vegas is hedging the spread at three. It originally opened at seven. Now Joe Burrow has, what, a cash strain? I think so. I, I doubt he's going to play. I mean, let's see what the reports say right now. I mean, I, let's go to, I, I, I think he's 50-50 to play at this point. But at the end of the day, I think the Bengals cover here. Doesn't practice on Saturday, on Thursday. Was listed as non-participant practice Thursday. Geoff Hobson of the Bengals official side reports. Head coach Zach Taylor previously relayed that the Bengals plan to take a day-to-day Burrow each day per Hobson. Burrow was non-committal about his availability for Monday's game at the Rams. So when you don't practice on Thursday, tomorrow will be crucial since they're playing on Monday, but. Uh, this is uh, going to be a good game. The Rams have looked a lot better than most people, including myself, have thought they will. Uh, so I don't know, but I'm going to go with the Bengals here. I just think they have a better team, and they need to win this game. They're 0-2. It's a must-win for them. Okay, so Jake Browning, is that who's going to play? I think the, I really know the, the Bengals were in talks with uh, possibly getting Brandon Allen back from the Niners. So I don't know. I mean, they're obviously not going to happen this week. Uh, yeah. But let's let's see maybe if that happens uh, going forward. I mean, if the Niners move off Brandon Allen, uh, but I don't I don't know that they will, given their uh, court injury history of their quarterbacks. And then this one, the coaching matchup. Uh, you got Sean McVay facing his former uh, offensive coordinator and Zach Taylor. Right. So what what's your opinion on the coaching matchup? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still give Sean McVay the edge. He had the Super Bowl, so nothing else to say there. But uh, let's see who wins, who wins the game. Okay, so you got the Bengals laying the three points at home? Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one uh, to round it out uh, week three. I like the Bengals. I'm going to swallow the three with them at home. I think uh, given... Uh, Whoever the quarterback is, I think uh, they'll be able to make plays. And then I think at home with the, the crowd behind them, uh, they'll get all the necessary plays defensively. And they'll get a much their much-needed first win of the season here. So I'm going to swallow three, agree with you, rebound. Take the Bengals to win this game 27-20 to and get their first win of the season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for week three, Scorching Six. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Gamble safely and responsibly. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the week three matchups, and we'll see you guys next week for week four, Scorching Six.